The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. It's always been our philosophy to do the best we can, but there is a limit to the special services that we offer. 525, 65 degrees downtown. Played that Clint Black song. We'll play that again sometime later this morning before 10. And the 10th caller will get tickets to Clint Black. Touring with his wife. Going to be at Alberta Bear Theater. I think it's December 10th. And he's calling it most of the hits and some of the misses. And then their daughter also performs with him too, apparently. so. And Clint Black's got a lot of songs. you got to remember, uh, 93, when they did country versions of Eagles songs for the Common Thread album, uh, he got to do one of the big songs. He did Desperado on there. And you have to be pretty well thought of in Nashville to be given one of the really good songs. Well, and continuing with our theme on biased coverage of the weather in the Gazette today, heat in the Pacific Northwest. And you know what those poor people in the Southwest are going to get, Paul? What? Monsoonal rain. Really? You know what we got the other day? What? Monsoonal rain in Billings. Yeah. <laughs> If you get an inch and a half in 20 minutes, folks, that's monsoonal. You know why they have a monsoon season? Because it's been happening for thousands of years. Yep. But the good news is when we get back to work Monday, there won't be heat in the Pacific Northwest, at least not in Portland. Their high Monday is only 81, Tuesday 79, back to more normal oh, temperatures. Oh, well, but that, so they'll be out. Yeah. Then, then we won't worry about them. No. It's a few days of we'll, heat. Yeah, we'll find we'll find another city somewhere, and that will be that will depict what the world is doing. If we can find one hot temperature in an area and use that, well, I'm not going to be able to use Seattle next week. They've got a oh, but they do have an, an excessive heat warning for the Northwest issued five hours ago. Excessive heat. They've they've determined now what is excessive. See, that's a new thing they're using excessive or dangerous they've added that we never used to have that in a forecast no when temperatures were 90 to 100 it was never excessive it was never dangerous it was summer now it's excessive senior care facilities prepare brace for extreme weather after last year's record heat well you know what they have in portland at most of the retired living facilities yeah air conditioning and those people, those people are not generally outside playing volleyball anyway. Does it give you the record? Last year's record. What was last year's record? During the heat wave in June last year, more than 100 people died in Washington State. Did they die of heat? Did every single one of them die of heat? Or did they die because they were obese and they had a heart attack when it was 90? Well, it's, it's like the when they were reporting the COVID death thing. Was it just COVID? Or... Had they not taken care of themselves all 70 years of their life? <laughs> well, this should fix it. Meanwhile, pl- meanwhile, places like the Greenwood Senior Center will have plenty of air conditioning, water, and popsicles. <laughs> well, they can't chew. So they got to have, <laughs> have something. That's true. Paul and I just checked the don't necessarily buy it box. You can. Maybe you disagree. Well... Let's uh, let's check some things today on the changing, changing uh, global destructive weather pattern that we are now having in the middle of the freaking summertime. By the way, there was an article today 
Climate disinformation is leaving lasting mark as the world heats. Wildfires, floods, and soaring temperatures have made climate change real to many Americans. Yet a sizable number continued to dismiss the consensus that human activity is to blame. That's in part because of a decades-long campaign by the fossil fuel companies. Now, even as those same companies embrace renewable energy, the legacy of the climate disinformation remains posing a challenge to any meaningful attempt to mitigate the damage. Meanwhile, the public's distrust of scientists and scientific institutions has widened to encompass vaccines, too, and public health measures seen during COVID pandemic. Yeah, because it's not science. It's not science. Mm -mm. And science has to be proven. Science has to be unanimous, proven, beyond a reason. You know, water is H2O. We know that's what water is. Back to the argument you had with your crazy lib sister. You can't just look at the science for your side. Right. That's not how we get. That's not science. That's not science. That's not science. So let's check. Let's check this changing, this changing global world today, shall we? Let's see what we got here. You know, they're freezing their ass off in London. It's 70 degrees for the high. (laughs) Remember London, it was so hot it was melting the train tracks and it was doom and gloom and destruction and they were going to fall off into the ocean because they had two 100 degree days last week. In the summertime, folks, when that happens, it's 70. 70. Uh, So let's see here. Uh, Let's start going around the country today. Albuquerque, New Mexico. You would think that would be sweltering hot, right? 87. Atlanta's going to be 92. That's normal. Austin, Texas won't even be in the hundreds today. They'll be in the upper 90s. Bismarck at 79. Boston, only 82 today. Casper, 87. Charlotte, North Carolina, 93. Chicago, 83. What the hell? What about the fire hydrants that are always open in the streets of Chicago because people were dying? 83 in Chicago today. Mm -hmm. Let's work our way through the Midwest. Cleveland, Ohio, 81. Denver today, 92. That's normal for summer. Des Moines, Iowa, 86. Fargo, 76 today. Flagstaff, Arizona is going to be 70. Better take a jacket. Honolulu, 88. That's about normal. Houston, Texas, the hottest place on the planet today. Won't even get near 100. They're going to be 96 in Houston today. That happens all the time in Houston. In end of July, 1st of August. Indianapolis, 82. Kansas City, 88. Los Angeles today, 82, 81 tomorrow. Minneapolis, 81. New York City, 84. Hmm, that's interesting. 88 in Omaha. Philly at 88. Pittsburgh today, 79 degrees. 86 in St. Louis. San Antonio, 98 today. San Diego, 74. So we got to concentrate on where the heat will be. So Seattle will be 92 today. And Portland, Oregon, are you standing by 97? So excessive, sweltering, dangerous heat continues. But 
since it is con- it's not continuing anywhere else in the country hardly at all except for a, a pocket in Oklahoma and one hot spot in Texas. And there's a little system important. We'll concentrate on that and every news organization, newspaper, every every news anchor will tell you excessive dangerous sweltering heat today. Seek shelter, doom and gloom, check your life insurance policy. All of that today. I just gave you temperatures from all around America, and there is nothing excessive or dangerous about any of it. No. No, it's not unusual. No. It gets a little hotter in July and August. No kidding. All the time. But they found the one spot. They found Portland's going to be 97 today. Oklahoma City's going to be in the low 100s. And then they cool off the 90s tomorrow. And Seattle, 92. So that's unusual for Seattle, but they do get 90s. Phoenix, Arizona today, folks, is going to be 98. 98 from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, <laughs> Atlanta, L.A. Exactly. I love when you quote the gospel. 90, 98 in Phoenix today. That's not excessive. That's huh. not dangerous. That's not, nothing. Mark, they picked the one spot. Mm-hmm. They picked the one spot. You see what they do, folks? And they sensationalize it. And we're not buying it. You're the problem. We're not buying it. 87 degrees in Acapulco. That's in Mexico. That used to be the playground of of America. 81 in Beijing today. Calgary at 78. London today, 70 degrees. (laughs) 70. They're freezing their ass off. You buy fish and chips, you got to eat it within five minutes or it's cold before you get home. Madrid, 97 degrees today. Mexico City is going to be 73, 85 in Moscow, Paris, 78 today, Sydney, Australia, 63, Tokyo in the upper 80s, Vancouver, 79. Does that sound like a world, folks, that is sweltering? Yeah, but did you see what it is in Egypt? (laughs) We better check the forecast for Death Valley. Oh, and the Sahara Desert today? You see, folks? But you won't hear that today. You're going to hear stories about the sweltering, dangerous, excessive heat caused by you asses out there that <laughs> that are driving your vehicles out there. And Trump, Trump did it. Uh-huh. That's why. And yet, you people aren't buying it. Hmm. Just like you didn't buy the science behind COVID. You know, the science that said if you get vaccinated, you'll never get it. You don't have to worry about it. You can live your lives the way you want. And everybody that's have two vaccines and people that have had two boosters, we've got people that have had it now three times. Right. Well, and many people who haven't been tested for it had it and don't know. It wasn't science. Right. It wasn't science. Why is Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan? Does anybody know that? Does anybody know why that diggling wants to go to Taiwan? Maybe one of her banks is there, Paul. What what kind of impact on the environment will that trip have? Just think of that. Mm-hmm. She could call. Well, it's not like she's flying commercial on a plane that's already going there. She'll have Secret Service detail and military backup. Right. She's going to have to have... They're flying in... Right now, what is airspace that is a little tense, she's going to have to have military jets. What about the environmental impact on that? Mm-hmm. 
She is a dingbat. And why is she going there? Her, She is limited. She's done in five months. Maybe that's why she's going. She's using, um, she's going to use all the perks and things that she has as speaker to travel and see the world and do some things while she can, while it's on your dime. Why is she going there? We have great relations with Taiwan, or we did. Why is she going there? And it's only going to fuel and fan the flames of tension between China and America, because China claims that as her own territory, and they don't want to see an alliance with America there. So why is she going? Does anybody know why she is going? Why didn't she accept the National Guard from President Trump during the January 6th thing? Nobody knows. Why is she not held accountable? But nobody knows. What what significance is it going to play for her to go there? Fighter jets, ships, surveillance assets, and other military systems will likely have to be used to provide rings of protection for Nancy Pelosi. One woman. All of that. How much is that going to cost, folks? You know how you know how much it costs to move an aircraft carrier into a region and sit it there when you got 3,000 crew members on board and planes have to be at the red. So Nancy can go to Taiwan. People should be in an uproar about that. She doesn't need to go. If she wants to talk to the minister of Taiwan, she can call him. Mm-hmm. Call him. How you going? Asked about the Pelosi visit last week. President Biden, not supportive. No. The military. No, they don't want her to go either. They think it's not a good idea right now? Nope. Does anybody know why she's going? No. Well, Mark and I know why. Mark and I know exactly why this woman has decided to go to Taiwan. Because she's a woman and she decided that's what I'm doing. And that's the end of the discussion. Thank you very much. (laughs) But, honey, we just... We just went to Mount Rushmore last year. I know. And we're going again. Nobody knows why she's going. And she doesn't need to go there. Joe Biden's going to speak with Xi Jinping today. That'll be good. (laughs) Xi just eats his lunch. Probably going to ask him how he's enjoying those millions that they pumped into the Biden crime family. Joe Biden yesterday, he is such a butthead. This guy is the dumbest man I think I've ever seen in Congress. He's been a buffoon his whole life. All of the years he was in Senate, he 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 lied. He's a plagiarist. I mean, he just over and over again. Yesterday, a couple things. And even, even the man or the men and his staff that work for him, they're they're all cut out of the same mold. Um, first of all, yesterday they said, the economy's not bad. Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. Uh, We're not in a recession. All the numbers say we are. But they said, well, we don't believe it. We're not in a recession. That's because they're in charge now. Mm -hmm. And you know what one of Biden's administrators said yesterday? 
when the reporters were asking him about it and challenging him. He said, look, it could be worse. We could, we, there's, there's a couple nations in Africa that are worse off than we are. <laughs> what kind of stupid answer is that? Comparing the United States to a couple countries in Africa? Really? Are you that stupid? The most diverse and vibrant economy in the world by far? And he's comparing us to a couple countries in Africa. That's the kind of crap you get from them. Well, there's a couple countries in Africa that have it worse than we do. So they're expected to raise interest rates today and uh, to combat inflation because that's how you do it. They spend so much money. Aren't you the party of preaching for affordable housing? Mm -hmm. It gets less affordable today. Mm -hmm. President Joe Biden yesterday jumped all over Donald Trump again. He's been president for almost two years and he's still blaming stuff. He's decrying his predecessor for failing to try to stop the deadly mom attack on the Capitol. Well, why didn't your witch hunt committee, your Stalinist committee, call in the people that were responsible for accepting the security that he offered? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you call the head of the Capitol Police? Why didn't you call Nancy Pelosi and ask her, Nancy? Why didn't you take the 20,000 National Guard troops that five days earlier the president offered? Why didn't you listen to the FBI who five days in front of Washington knew about groups that were planning on being there? Why didn't you ask them? Joe, you're stupid because they know the answer. Mm -hmm. They know the answer, but they have a strategy, see? Trump lacked courage. Folks... If there's one thing that Donald Trump did not lack, here, it's courage. You're here, here. This guy lacks courage. This guy pulled out of Afghanistan. This guy left our troops there to die. All right? Talk about lack of courage. Look what Trump did. He closed the border down. Mm-hmm. He eliminated ISIS, bombed the living hell out of them, scared them, scared Afghanistan leaders in the Taliban in a remission. There wasn't a death of a soldier in Afghanistan for 18 months. Things were never better in Afghanistan, ever. Trump lacked courage. Can you give me another president that went over to North Korea and walked into North Korea? He did. Mm -hmm. They could have grabbed him and ran. He walked right into North Korea. Walked in. Took Putin on head on. Put tariffs on China, said, screw you. You've been ripping off the American consumer and our economy for years. You want tariffs? I'll give you tariffs. But see, Trump lacked courage, according to Joe Biden. He, he made Jerusalem the capital of Israel. All the other presidents talked about it, didn't do it. Bush, Obama, all of them wanted to do it. Trump did it, but he lacks courage. When I think courage, I think of Joe Biden tipping over on his bicycle with his foot and his foot pedal. That's what I think when I think of courage. His favorite flavor of ice cream. Right. Not going out on the campaign trail. That was courage. Not going in front of a press conference or the press of this country at all. Trump did it every week. Yeah. But Trump lacks courage. You are a lion piece of crap scoundrel buffoon 
that should no way be the leader of the United States of America. No. Period. Lacks courage. I had forgotten about this. Back to Pelosi going to China. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Trump canceled her trip to Brussels and Afghanistan during the pandemic by denying her use of the military aircraft. Apparently, that's a power the president has. So, Joe, you could stop this. He's afraid of her. You know why? I'll tell you why he's afraid of her. She has the power to start to start 25th Amendment proceedings. Oh, that's right. In the House, if she'd want to. Saying that Joe Biden is senile, uh, not competent, congenitively failing. She could start that in a heartbeat. So you think he's going to tell this spiteful woman what she can and cannot do? He's not going to do that. Not going to do it at all. By the way, speaking of Afghanistan and what great courage that Joe Biden had. When he, and he left all our military equipment there. Headline today, Associated Press story. Taliban crackdown on rights is suffocating women. Amnesty International said the Taliban's suffocating crackdown on the rights of Afghan women and girls destroying their lives. Well, wait a minute. There was one man that had the courage to put all that to an end. You know, when President Trump was in office, women were teaching, they were driving cars, they were going without their faces covered. Things were the best they had ever been in Afghanistan in 20 years. And with a man like Joe Biden who has courage, look what we're doing now. The group said in a new report, the Taliban, once they took control of the country from Joe Biden's surrender a year ago, that women's and girls' rights have been violated like nothing we've seen. They banned girls from attending school from seventh grade on, can't even go to school now, imposed all covering dress, leaves only their eyes visible. Women's restricted their access to even be able to work. Women who have protested have been arrested, detained, tortured, and have forcibly disappeared. That's courage, Joe. Where are all the women in this country? You know, the ones that wear the vaginas on their heads. Mm-hmm. And we're out in force. Where where are all they right now? They should be camped on Joe Biden's front door for what he has done for women in that country. What is happening to those women in that country? All lies on him. Where are they? Hmm? Where are they? What about these women in Congress? Hmm? Liz Cheney, where's she? How do you feel about the treatment of all those women in Afghanistan? After all, the guy you're saving right now, trying to protect, the guy that the guy that you're going after gave all those women those rights in Afghanistan. It had never been better. And the, that's the guy you're going after. In the meantime, the guy you're protecting is still smelling little girl's hair yeah. in his appearances across the country. Hmm? You traitor. Courage. Trump lacked courage. Courage. When it comes to courage, uh, I know who had more. Yeah. Who had the courage to shut our borders down and protect America from the influx of illegals and terrorists coming in from all around the world? 
The last president did. What does this guy do? He doesn't have, he can't go in front of all his Democrats and have the courage to stop things at the border. He knows he's done if he does that. He doesn't have courage to do anything except smell young girls' hair and keep doing it. I'll go out behind the gym with him. (laughs) I have no problem with that. Courage. But he won't tell Pelosi. He won't tell her a thing. Oh, heads up today, folks. Literally, heads up. There's some big-ass booster rocket that China fired up there, and they can't control it. They they have no idea where it's going to (laughs) fall. Chinese, a cargo spacecraft, I'm sure, Uh that serviced the country's permanent orbiting space station re-entering the atmosphere. They think a lot of it will burn up. China allowed the massive booster rocket to fall to Earth uncontrolled. It was docked with the station on July 17th. China's trying to complete this new big station up there in the next coming months. So China decided, folks, not to guide the booster back through the atmosphere. Ah, what the hell? (laughs) This isn't going to hit G, so what does he care? Uh It's not exactly clear when or where it will come down to Earth. Experts said a lot of it will burn up on return, but there remains a risk of fragments causing damage or casualties no matter where it lands. Now, NASA is calling it reckless because they have the ability to guide it and do things with it, I guess, to determine where it falls. In China, they could care less. No. They're China. Look, we got 1.6 billion people, so it takes out seven. No biggie in China. They don't value life over there like we do. Well, at least some lives we value. Mm-hmm. So that's falling to earth. That You know where it'll hit. It'll hit my swather. <laughs> I already got a broken sickle anyway. Might as well hit it. So, But that's falling down. Yesterday, you know, we had this huge discussion about electricity. I laid the case out about how vulnerable and how much trouble we are in Mm -hmm. becoming a one power nation and with no means whatsoever, not even close to any capacity of turning us into an electric country, not anywhere even close. And yet the transition has started and they're already forcing us into it. You know what the German government's doing, folks? They're reducing their incentives now for people to buy electric cars. The government announced they're only going to provide payments for electric vehicles that have a positive climate protection effect, not all electric vehicles. At the current program, anybody who bought one was subject to a tax credit of $6,100. Well, they're taking a lot of that away. Right. Hell, Mark, there's nobody that uses an electric vehicle more than Mark. He used one yesterday. You should have tax incentive, Wilson. Actually, Prior Creeks are gas. Are they gas? Yeah, they're gas. So they run all the time. They don't... uh, No, they they shut off every time you stop, take your foot off the gas, and then restart when you hit the gas pedal. They're not electric. Nope. That's interesting. I've never seen a gas golf cart like that. 
Huh. What kind of engines they got them? You know, they like four-wheeler engines or I'm, something? I know or? this is going to surprise you. I've never popped the seat to see what was powering my golf cart. Huh. Gas-powered golf carts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Briarwoods are gas. So they don't have to plug them in, charge them, none of that stuff. No, just fill it with gas. Hmm. Well, that's going to change. Yeah. Yeah, they'll legislate that too. Yeah. And I don't know if you've replaced 100 golf carts lately. And do you think the new electric golf carts will be cheaper than the last ones you bought? (laughs) Join the Roadside Event Center in Huntley, Saturday, July 30th, as they team up with the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame to host a meet-and-greet bronze statue event with world-famous bareback rider and Montana's own Deb Greeno. The Deb Greeno and Dan Mortensen bronzes will be on hand to buy raffle tickets for and to purchase outright. The doors open at 6 p.m. with a meet-and-greet at 7 p.m., followed by great live music from Jared Rogerson Band at 8 p.m. For more information, visit RoadsideEventCenter.com. Roundup got all new carts a couple years ago. Those are electric, and they have a charging port in there too so you can charge your phone or your speaker or whatever well i that's well then i can't golf at prior creek if they're not environmentally friendly i i just can't go golf well and that's why i didn't get you a tea time thanks yesterday, mark, paul. thanks mark yeah you know if paul's, they, paul's taking a stand i am if they were electric golf carts why well, i'd have gone but since they're gas i, I lance can't. says they're go-kart engines go-kart engines mm-hmm. cool hmm. well and pretty durable too 35 years of golfing out there. I can only think of a cart quitting me one time. 35 years of golfing. Well, just there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I try to spread it around as much as I can, too. We had one quit in Mexico on us. Yeah. Well, you can get six people and six sets of golf clubs on a Mexican golf cart. Uh, incident, apparently, at the Vig Ale House in the Heights yesterday. Thank you to the Billings Fire Department. All the safety crews that showed up made sure our staff and everyone will continue to have our favorite place to serve Billings back in no time. But they are temporarily closed until they can repair whatever what happened yesterday. Yeah. I've only eaten there once. And, uh, well. I like their brisket salad. There was a, there was a ruckus up here on 27th today, I see, when we came to work. Bunch of cops up there by... Well, it was, looked like it was up there by the holiday station or something. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I have told my daughter, as she's learning how to drive. I tell my friends' wives, do not stop at either of those places and get gas. Mm-hmm. Folks, if you go to a convenience store and you have to ask for the key <laughs> to get into the bathroom, mm-hmm. you don't want to stop there. Mm-mm. You don't want to stop there. Saw a comedian do a joke about that. Why do you need a key for the bathroom? You afraid somebody's going to break in there and clean it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah. People go in there and spend all night. Yeah. Spend well, like night. you saw the porta potty at the post office next door. Yeah. They oh, yeah. Lift it up in the air or put the, put the door against something mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. nobody can get in there in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. 85 today, which is nice, and uh, get to the weekend, 96, so that equals uh, 183, which comes out to Mm 91.5, which is about average for this time of year. Again. Yeah. 
But I'm guessing by the weekend, if Montana, say say we hit 100, or next week I see there's a 100-degree day. If we hit 100, Sheridan would hit 100, and Bismarck would hit 100, then the focus next week is going to be the sweltering heat in the northern plains, excessive heat and dangerous. They'll concentrate on that area then next week. You know when we got lengthy, extensive, and excessive heat? The summer of 88, and we had all that smoke from the fire at Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a long hot sucker. Our records records in July, every day in Montana, a July day, our record for every day in July is 100 degrees or higher. Think of how many years that is. Mm -hmm. All the way back from the 1800s, all the way through. All those records, a 100-degree day, at one point in that time frame hit. There was one day where the record was 98, but all the other days were 100. Proof in the pudding right there that it happens, and it's happened for centuries now. But they'll move it uh, wherever, wherever the system travels around the world or the country. They will move that as the concentration of their main news story. And, uh... I didn't check to see the uh, latest on the tropical storm that they decided to name. Which one was that? Harvey or something? Or what'd they call it, Mark? Let's see if I still got the alert on my phone. Hank, I think. Hank. Oh, yeah. Frank was officially a tropical storm because of sustained winds of 40 miles an hour. Oh, Frank. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they haven't had a hurricane to talk about yet. Dang near August. They haven't had a hurricane yet. And this year, it was supposed to wipe out the entire eastern seaboard. Climate change is threatening the brown pelican. Raccoon Island. A barrier island, one hour from the coast of Louisiana, is one of the few remaining breeding refugees of brown pelicans. A dozen years ago, there were 15 low-lying islands for the nesting bird. Today, there's only six. The rest have disappeared underwater because of climate change. How come, folks, I got a question. We're one, they're one hour from the coast. How come the water has covered that island and the water hasn't risen on the coast of Louisiana? Now, how can that be? How can the water have covered that island up and not raised on Louisiana? Louisiana, you know, down in uh, Baton Rouge, places like that, New Orleans, they're all below sea level. Mm -hmm. If the water has risen enough to cover those islands, it's only one hour from the coast. Why wouldn't that water raise on the beach? Because water out at sea is, goes higher than water on, on the on the shores. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's the problem with their argument. Oh, I see. Like when you fill the bathtub, the water all stays on the end. Exactly. Where the drain is. It doesn't fill the other end of the tub. Sorry. Your argument is no good. Yeah. Maybe maybe some of the hurricanes they've had down in, in Louisiana over the last 10 years, the, the 30-foot waves eroded those sand duned islands that were only one foot above sea level anyway Mm -hmm. maybe that did it nope nope 
The Ford F-150 did it. <laughs> you damn excursion owners. That's what it is. <laughs> well, that's Seven Mile Beach down in Cancun, where we stayed a couple times, uh, they got trucks bringing in sand all the time because the sand washes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a storm and the waves pound it and take the sand out. Right. Going on for centuries. I like watching those pelicans. I like watching them. Uh, a lot of them around Florida, places like that, they come in and they they get about a foot off of the water and they come in like a 747 and their wings are out and they're just gliding and and tilting their wings up and down and just staying level as they, I mean, their feet almost drag in the water. They're that close to it. And man, they're zooming across there. You guys that are eating sand crane would probably love to hunt one of those and <laughs> eat one. I don't know why guys in Montana hunt sand cranes. Boy, that's that's a tough one for me too. We've never had anybody on our 10-9 thing for a sand crane convention or foundation. Um, we've had mule deer, we've had elk, but we've never had sand crane. Mm-hmm. Besides, if 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 you do like to eat them, the the legs are a little thin. There's not much meat on them. No. Who hunts a sand crane? Well, we probably know a guy that does. We know, yeah, we know one guy. But other than that, I don't know why you would hunt a sand crane. They probably don't put out a lot of permits for them either. No. Um, you can have mine. Guys probably don't. On Thursday, get the camper ready. <laughs> Start filling it up with beer and brats and uh-huh. hamburger buns and and uh, get all their gut. Throw their four wheelers in. Get all that kind of stuff. Where, where are you headed? Sand Crane Camp. Yep. <laughs> Head out. Get about five guys. Go out there. Get their fluorescent orange. And where are you guys all going? Uh, we're going up into the hills where the sand crane are. I, uh, I don't, I don't get it. And like Mark, you know, why, why would you go, why would you go hunting and eat a sand crane when Costco has those rotisserie chickens you can get for six bucks? Right, Wilson? Hard to beat, man. Uh, so I think Wilson's on to something, really. Why do all that? Alan's right there. Hello. I just pulled this out and I got one. And there you go. <laughs> The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.